Some Chicago public schools are turning to private fundraising to fill in budget gaps. A WBEZ analysis finds a small group of schools in affluent Northside neighborhoods are raising a lot of money by hosting galas, walkathons, and big money pledge drives. And they're using it to buy things other school districts consider basics, like teacher salaries. Parents across the city are taking notice. They say it creates inequities along racial and socioeconomic lines. Our education reporter Sarah Karp is here to tell us more. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning. So, Sarah, you've been looking at the money raised over time. What have you found? So, as you probably know, fundraising has been going on a long time in schools. And to be fair, it happens all over. Suburban schools, private schools. What's sort of unique about CPS is that the school district is underfunded. So the schools that can are using fundraising to compensate for underfunding. Chicago public school officials say they don't like comprehensively track it and they don't take it into account when budgeting. But there's this one place where a lot of the money lands, money from fundraising, but also money from renting parking lots or charging fees or private grants. And there's a lot of money in this fund. Between 2010 and 2021, $175 million flowed through this fund. And between 2016 and 2019, when there were big budget cuts in Chicago public schools, there was an uptick with upwards of $25 million being raised in just one year. What are the big fundraising schools that you found? So not surprisingly, they're concentrated in wealthy neighborhoods on the north side. Um, Schools like Bell, Audubon, Coonley, Blaine. In CPS, there's only about 18 percent of schools that serve a population where most kids aren't low income. Yet these elementary schools spend two thirds of all the outside money. The principal of one of the biggest fundraisers in the district, Lincoln Elementary School in Lincoln Park, said this. But what makes Lincoln Lincoln, you know, is, is you know, our, definitely our strong, dedicated group of parents, you know, super enthusiastic that, you know, go to these great lengths to raise this money. Sarah, what are these parent groups spending the private money on? So, and this is sort of surprising. Many of these schools are using a lot of the money on staff, art programs, music teachers, also help in the office someone to monitor recess, things that make the lives of teachers and administrators easier and make the school run better. And a lot of Xerox paper, computers, smart boards. And you've been talking to some of the parents at these big fundraising schools. What do they say? They feel like it has to be done to make up for the deficits in their children's school. But I will say this. They also worry about it. Hmm. At Hamilton, which is in Roscoe Village, they started doing fundraising when it was threatened with closure in 2009. And since they've started this big fundraising, the school has done a whole complete turnaround. It doubled in population. But it went from a school of mostly Latino and poor students to mostly white and not poor students. And so Chicago is just so segregated and wealth is just so concentrated that not many poor kids go to schools that have these extra resources. And the parents that do this big fundraising aren't oblivious to this fact. In fact, many of them told me that they really worry about it. And one school, the one in Roscoe Village, Hamilton, they're actually trying to partner with a school in North Lawndale to help them get some more private money. When you look at these numbers and you hear these stories, you have to wonder why is the burden on parents and not on CPS? Why isn't the district paying for this stuff? That's that's a really good question. 
I mean, it, it goes to the heart of the fact that Chicago Public Schools only has 68 percent of the tax money that it needs to provide what the state deems as an adequate education. The state has for the last few years been funneling more money to underfunded schools, but it's a really slow climb upward. And unlike school districts across the state, the Chicago Board of Education does not have the power to raise property taxes beyond a cost of living increase. Um, and most other boards do. At the moment, only the mayor and city council can ask voters for a major increase, and that hasn't happened in decades. So raising taxes, as you might imagine, is a really hard thing to do politically. And to some degree, the low tax rate keeps folks in Chicago. At least that's the thinking. But in the end, the low tax rate means the schools don't have what they really need to provide a great education. What do CPS officials say about this fundraising? So they point to federal and state and district grants reserved for schools serving low-income students. And they say this sort of these sort of grants even the scale. Schools like Hamilton and Lincoln don't get this money. Also, they point to a CPS-affiliated organization called the Children's First Fund. And it, that collects corporate and philanthropic money that's distributed to schools. But just last week, officials did acknowledge that there are inequities between schools. This is CEO Pedro Martinez speaking at the May Board of Education meeting. And just to note, in CPS, specials are things like art, music, foreign language, library. We do have schools, and let's own it, that have multiple specials. I've seen them firsthand. Um, and and I can't help, and even here in this role, I leave those schools and I go to other schools with, with you know, a fraction or none, and then I come out leaving like, why? I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand it. And one thing that the data shows is that some of the private money does go to art and music programs. And even when the money is spent on other things, it often frees up schools to put the, that money into art and music and technology and things like that. Um, you know, tackling inequity is a top priority for CPS, and maybe by tracking some of this data, it could show where some of those schools have programming that others can't afford. That's WBEZ education reporter Sarah Karp talking about private fundraising at Chicago's public schools. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you.